This is Train Your Body with Melanie Cole, an expert guest from the American College of Sports Medicine on Radio MD. Well, ever since we first heard about high-intensity interval training, before that and in graduate school, we were always learning about burning fat with long, slow-distance training and that that was really the best way to get your heart in shape. But now people are saying, especially if you're short on time, you can try doing this HIIT training and people go back and forth and it jumps all around with who's right and who's not. And of course, in He Said, She Said, today I've got Neil Pyer. He is an exercise physiologist at H&H Fitness and Grace DeSimone, one of my very favorite ladies in the world and she is the group the director of group fitness for plus one health management and the optum company okay neil i'm starting with you baby high intensity interval training or low intensity steady state cardio which one is it <laughs> high intensity interval training or uh, otherwise known as hit it's been at or around the top of acsm's worldwide fitness trends list over the past few years. Yes, it has. Um, it, it's, but is it everything it's cracked up to be? And, and is it for everyone? Um, and, and those are the questions I get asked constantly by people. How should, you know, how should I start my program? What should, what should I do? I heard Tabata's really good. And, you know, should I do that kind of thing? Um, and it, it brings me to this recent study that Carl Foster, uh, one of our buddies at ACSM, recently did at the University of Wisconsin-La Crosse, and what they did is they took uh, three separate groups, a high-intensity interval training group, a moderate interval training group, and steady state. And they compared uh, results for beginners. Now, why is that important? It's important because these are the 80 percenters. These are the people that were all striving to get started exercising and doing exercise. Um, and... The goal was to identify the best form of cardio exercise for individuals who are just beginning an exercise program, which is very typical, especially since we're in March now, but back in January, the typical person who walks into the gym that hasn't exercised in, since last January, uh, or perhaps 20 years, uh, these are the people that need the help the most. And they think HIT is hot, and they want to do it, and this is what they want to do. And this is what they found in the study. All three groups, after eight weeks, showed improvements in both aerobic and anaerobic performance. So they all improved, which generally, if you're not exercising and you begin to exercise, doesn't even matter what you do, you're going to improve. Uh, they did find, however, that the HIT group, the high-intensity group, did not have a significantly larger improvement than the other two groups. Wow. However, However all three groups uh, were not as enthusiastic. They used what they call the exercise enjoyment scale to see <laughs> what their enjoyment level in the activity was, and the hit group had the lowest score, even though huh. all three were waning. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Now, Grace, I want to give you a chance here because the, I find that fascinating. I, I know my clients love it when I make them jump around and do hit and then do a burpee and, and then, you know, get into some other exercise. And, and they generally love it, but it's harder. It's certainly more intense. And so what are you seeing? And that's an interesting study, Neil. Well, and what Neil's stating is those are beginners. Your clients have been exercising for a while. So people who are coming in as a rank beginner, I would agree with them. I'm, it's exhausting doing high-intensity interval training, and it's not a lot of fun, though you do feel like you got your butt kicked. 
I feel like there's sort of a, 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 a balance between pushing and pulling. You're going to push somebody or you're going to push yourself and you're going to pull back and, you know, be a little moderate. And there's a right time, just like everything else. When you do a little too much, it's going to push you over the edge. And you've got to be able to balance that. So personally, I'm a fan of steady state for the people who are just walking in, get them, you know, a nice base under their belt. Then when they're like, they got that, you know, seven-week itch and they're looking for like, oh, this is getting kind of boring. Then you start bringing in some intervals, some high intensity. Then they're ready for that. And then people are like craving, ooh, and then look, wow, I can really do it. So I think for people who are like in those, they're in a mid-range, you know, they have a baseline of fitness and or the people who've been exercising for a long time, hit is a great thing, but in small doses, two, three times a week, tops. And you have to give yourself rest in between. I agree with you. And, and for my own purposes, I really like, I've always liked the long distance training. That's why I'm a long distance walker and I see the runners and they, and they just have it all going on. But Neil, you, you know, you're a hardcore trainer and I'm sure that you're beating people up on a regular, pretty much regular basis. And so what do you want the, the listeners to know mostly about picking this for beginners or if they're a moderate exerciser, someone been in there for a long time, what do you want them to know about deciding between these two or having the best of both worlds? Well, my mantra, as you might already know, is the best exercise program that's out there for everyone Ready? Drum roll, please. Uh, is the exercise program that you'll do, that you'll stick to. It doesn't matter whether it's Tabata or Chibata or yoga or whatever it is. Bottom line is uh, that pick something that you do enjoy. It's almost more important to pick something that is enjoyable versus something that's efficacious, something that's effective, something that, that will get you to where you want to get to. Uh, because eventually you will get there. The bottom line is that you have to stay on the wagon to get to wherever it is that you're going. So uh, is Tabata or high-intensity interval training bad? No, it's not bad. Uh, It can be time efficient, but like Grace just said, you want to mix it in. Uh, you don't want to do it all the time. You want variety. You want, you want to stay interested and intrigued and, and enthusiastic with whatever the exercise progression is that you're doing over time. So it's when I, when I, when I did a lot of athlete training, what did I do? I, I didn't do plyometrics every day. I would do some strength training, some foundational training, some mobility training, and then plyometrics. So you mix in different modalities, different intensity levels, different progressions to keep uh, your client interested. And if you're not training with a trainer, do the same thing for you. Do what interests you. Do what keeps you motivated every time you walk into the gym or exercise at home and, and mix See, that's up. what I, I believe in that too, Neil, because I think that if I have my good Downton Abbey on, boy, that's a two-hour special. So I can be on my treadmill and jumping <laughs> off my treadmill. For two hours, I can be doing push-ups and lunges and treadmill again, and I'm going to get an awesome workout in. I'm so excited for that this week. Grace, you have the last word, my darling. High-intensity interval training is a good thing in small doses for those who like it. 
If you're not liking it, it doesn't agree with you. It doesn't mean that you have to do it, though there is evidence to prove that in small doses, one, two, three times a week, it will give you that little extra push that you need. But remember that what high-intensity interval training does is it pushes your body off balance. Your body needs to rest to return to its balanced state. So it's really important that you mix both. And variety in exercise and diet is always the way to go. A little bit of all things good. See, so you heard it here first, a little bit of all things good and see where you're starting from, see what your goals are and then decide, but mixing it up, doing as Neil says, what will keep you exercising is really the single most important thing. So if you like it, you're going to stick with it. If you don't like it, no matter who tells you it's good for you, you're just not going to stick with it. So that's really the best advice. And if you missed any of it, you can listen anytime on demand or on the go at RadioMD.com. You can also listen to us on iHeartRadio, iTunes, or the free TuneIn Radio app. Of course, this show every single day at 11 a.m. Central, 12 p.m. Eastern. This particular show, though, Train Your Body, you can hear it every Tuesday. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for listening and stay well.